Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Know I Love, the podcast where I, Kevin, talk about all of the things that I know that I love in the world of entertainment, ranging from different films, uh, different types of music or bands, um, television shows, and also video games. And this week is episode six. Um, Last week we talked about Friday Night Lights in episode five, so we covered television shows for this month, and so we are moving right along into music this week. Um, I have so many bands that I really just want to talk about that like I when I think about it I'm like I'm never gonna get to all of them but I'm just taking my time with it no reason to tackle it all at once um but I am talking about the band that I'm talking about today for a few reasons um for one um it's a band that I've loved for a really long time and I think personally for me um I'm really excited because I'm going to have the opportunity to see them live because they're going to be having a concert here in Orlando um, in October, so I'm super excited for that. Um, I missed it last time. I held out too long to buy my tickets. The tickets sold out in Orlando. This was, I think, I want to say 2019, and it got sold out. So this time, I did not make that mistake. I got my tickets. I'm going, and I'm really excited. So the band that I'm talking about today is a band called Beach Fossils from Brooklyn, New York. Um, Beach Fossils is um, just a really, really great band that I just have admired them from my initial discovery of them as they continue to come out with new albums. I'm just very um, impressed with just the direction they will take their music and like um, just it's really unpredictable at times where they're kind of going and in a good way though like you never feel like it's always like it still sounds like them but like it's sort of like a different take on on them and i think that's a really good quality that they have um starting with my discovery of beach fossils um i actually came across this band um through just sort of listening to a lot of other similar bands um that i also love and admire um and i think it was like through i want to say probably something like Pandora. Um, I, I think I was listening to like a playlist on Pandora. Um, a lot of the music sometimes I, I seem to be drawn to. Um, I guess, I mean, you could categorize it as a lot of things, but it kind of falls under, I guess, that sort of indie, um, independent music umbrella. Um, and so I most likely was, I believe I was listening to like a something in that vein um there's a lot of bands that are very similar to beach fossils um so it could have been that and it could have just directed into their music i just specifically remember seeing the cover of their first album pop up on my on my phone when i was listening to them or when i when it first came on and um it's just a really i mean their first album is just a really simple cover it's like um kind of like a wood paneling it looks Kind of like something you'd see in a in a beach house i mean not to be too literal but it does kind of look like that kind of a little bit worn down white paint wood paneling um and it just kind of was it just struck me like it was so simple but like clean and and just really you know unique um in my opinion and so i started listening to them i bought that album um and i noticed it had a very like um sort of like do-it-yourself quality but like again in a good way the project of beach fossils um from my understanding it started with dustin pacer who is like the lead singer of the band also one of the guitarists and um essentially from my understanding it started just for his own you know desire to make music and everything so a lot of it was him doing it himself 
um, and sort of just writing all of the songs himself. And as the band progressed and moved forward, um, there's you'll find if you you know check their albums out that throughout sort of their catalog, they'll they tend to have people come on an album, maybe stay around for a while, then like he'll bring other people on. But the current lineup um, has seemed to be the the longest standing one. Um, that's been with him. So I think now they're kind of all part of the songwriting process and, and you can definitely hear it um, in the music itself. Um, the debut album, um, it's just a self-titled debut album. It came out in 2010. And the way I would describe that album um, is, like I said, it has like a really good do-it-yourself quality because that can go very wrong, I think, for some artists. Um, but it has very like sort of I mean, I hate to categorize sometimes, but for me, it gives me sort of a sort of jangly pop um, sort of impression, um, a, a, like a do-it-yourself jangly pop. That's what I would. That's what I'm gonna say. The vocals um, of their debut album, really all their albums actually, um, tend to be really layered. Um, it seems like they're putting like some reverb effects on there, somewhat some echoing stuff, um, and it also has a quality of like where Dustin is kind of like singing but sometimes it's almost like speaking sort of like a whispering quality to it as well at times depending on the song um and it just really draws you in i mean that's definitely something that stands out i think from their from their debut album right off the bat and the songs generally i mean that just really um caught me off guard are just all good like um that's something about their debut album that for bands that sort of fall under this category, I mean, there's so many of them. I mean, it's kind of this, like, um, there was this sort of, like, inflection of, um, like, surf guitar style pop that's melancholic and poppy at the same time. And though they came out, like, around the time of these same, you know, bands that are similar in, in type of genre, I guess, Sound wise, I I think Beach Fossils just caught me off guard a little bit. Like they they just seem like something a little bit more different. Um, like they they were, you know, could definitely be classified under that same category as some other bands like them. But like they their approach just seemed different. It seemed more like um, original. Like it wasn't as it, it was like you couldn't pinpoint as much what it reminded you of because it was it was more different and in um in a lot of ways. Um, continuing on, I mean, after that in 2011, they came out with an EP, What a Pleasure. And I think this is where they really started to hone in more on production and like, a, and, and kind of bring in a little bit more instrumentation that really like stood out to you. Um, their, the bass um, playing on this was a lot more prominent. Um, the, the bass lines were more prominent, I felt like. And um, I just feel like they're, it, they had more like memorable things going on in all the songs. Um, like there's a song on What a Pleasure called Adversity that I think is probably one of their best songs. Um, and it just has this like very driving bass line, but like a really chill vibe at the same time. And that, that was just... A song off of off an off of an EP. Um, then, after that, um, in 2012, they just released a single called "Shallow," and this is kind of where I felt like, okay, like they're doing something different. Like I still can't exactly define it, but "Shallow" for me um, is probably my favorite song by them, and it came out just as a single on its own. Um, I think there's like another like a B side to it um, on that single 
and this was 2012, and this kind of led into Clash the Truth, which is 2013. Clash the Truth would be their second um, album, full-length album, and in my opinion, um, I feel like it's their best album. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think every album they have done is great, or the one after this is great, Somersault. Um, I just think Clash the Truth, for me, like, it was really where I felt like they separated themselves um, from the bands that they were kind of being compared to, like on paper and, and the music world. It was just sort of like a um, revamp of what they were doing because it still sounds like them, but like right off the first track on Clash the Truth, the Clash the Truth title track, um, it just, you're like, holy crap, like this is something, they're, they're like, it sounds bigger now. Like it just sounds bigger. Um, they had a different drummer on the album, Tommy Gardner, um, who I don't know if he was like ever a, an actual prominent member. Um, he's not in their band anymore, but he had a style of drumming that I think sort of created this propulsion of the music itself. Like it just, everything felt harder, faster, um, and it just felt a little more impacting as you were listening to it. Again, that's not to say what they'd done before was not that. Um, but it just, it just, it's like one song after the other, boom, 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 like on that album just hits really well and is just super memorable. Shallow, um, the single I was referring to earlier is also on this album, but they kind of revamped it to be a fat, it start, it's actually like on the single, it's more of a slow, really like melancholic, um, just really calm type of song with like a really cool, um, guitar part and bass part. And then on Clash the Truth, the full link, they revamped it into a much faster, like harder song. And that's the mark of a great song when you know you can shift something that way um, and it still sounds equally good. Like I really love both versions of, of that song and I don't say that about a lot of songs for a lot of bands because usually you have one over the other kind of preference, but I really don't have that. And they do that a lot. Like they've released um, other singles like in different formats and they're still good. And that just to me speaks to their songwriting. In 2017, um, they released Somersault. This was their most recent album, so that was about four years ago. And Somersault is still great. Like, all of their albums are amazing albums. Like, I don't really rank them because, in my opinion, they're all equally good. Um, Somersault was one that was, like, caught me off guard a little bit, though, because it, um, like, from the very first track on it, it's kind of like... Um, little more like 70s and I was like whoa because before I, I got like a lot of 60s from their debut and then like a little more 80s um especially because of the bass parts becoming more prominent like on Clash of Truth and everything um and what a pleasure but Somersault goes into this like 70s vibe there's like a lot of string arrangements which is really it, it just has like a brighter um tone to it um, and that was just something it carries through the whole album. I mean, like the only thing off of Somersault that I think sounds like it could have been on other albums would probably be a song called Down the Line, which I think is the best song on the album. I believe it was also one of the singles off of Somersault. Um, if not, it should have been. Um, but I think it was. Anyway, um, but so Down the Line is something that could have been on any of their other albums, but it's the most it's the closest thing I could say to what they had sounded like before. And I imagine maybe they put it on this album just because it is a great song, first of all. And it does fit, even though to me this this album has that sort of 70s vibe, I still think it does fit, especially in the sequencing of the tracks. Um, 
it's it's kind of more in the second half of the album so uh i just think it fits better there and like when i say 70s like please don't misunderstand i mean like not 70s like disco like abba or something although that would be cool for beach fossils to try something like that interesting um no but i mean like 70s bands like uh bread uh fleetwood mac um also some america in there like that a lot of the songs on this album of somersault kind of remind me of those bands in like a really great way and th that's just some background really um some sort of summarization of kind of this kind of stuff they've put out there um for me though some standout components of why i love this band to begin with i mean that's just kind of like what the band is about um for me though there's a whole bunch of things individually and specifically that i just personally love about this band that i think they are doing things that you don't see as heavily or well done that by other bands that are similar to them um for instance the guitar work on their albums i find their guitar work to be really really interesting um it's got it's like throughout every album i mean regardless of sort of the directions they've gone in um with all of them their guitar work typically has like a very twangy um interwoven guitar work which i'm like a sucker for that when you have that like interwoven guitar quality where it's like one guitar is doing this another guitar is doing that and they just kind of go together to really like enhance the melody behind everything um i'm typically going to be in when it comes to a song like that but then this is like a band that's constantly doing that in like the best way and it just it really um i admire them for it because it's not an easy thing to do i mean you can put guitar parts together but the way that they do it it's it's always has this very like melodic quality I mean, it's got some like surf uh, guitar style, I think, you know, inspiration behind the scenes, but um, I wouldn't call it surf music at the same time. I mean, even though they're called beach fossils, I wouldn't get literal with that when it comes to their work because um, a lot of their stuff sounds more like 60s, 80s to me, um, currently a little more 70s, but a lot of it has, it's more interesting than just that. Like, it's not like every um you know guitar uh, song they do sounds like wipeout or something like that it's not at all not at all um but yeah the guitar work i find it to be impressionable without being overpowering which i think is difficult to do and i think that goes hand in hand with another component i'm going to talk about is their ability to really edit themselves like they're you can tell based on the guitar work they're doing like the bass parts and like the drumming and stuff like they could like probably explode and just go like all loud or you know be like crazy loud or whatever but like they really there's a sense of restraint on all of their albums that it doesn't feel closed in restraint it's just like this is what the song needs to be as good as it needs to be um and they really consider that in terms of the sequencing of all their songs i think lyrically um this is another thing that i find that they focus on that a lot of bands um, that some would categorize in the same in the same rank as them um i don't think a lot of bands do that as well as them that are in that same you know ballpark like they are um lyrically um dustin i think when he was writing more on his own um it's a lot of introspective observational types of lyrics um and as he's kind of brought in other people into the writing process um i find even more so to for the lyrics currently um, it's almost like they're able to exude this sort of emotive quality without being preachy. 
Um, like it's not being observational. Like I was walking down the street and I saw someone and they were wearing a green shirt. It's not like that. Um, but it's more like a philosophical thought passes his mind and then he just sort of writes about it. I mean, that's kind of the impression I get when I listen to it. And it also, when you read the lyrics with listening to the music, a lot of the songs for me give the impression where you have like these moments of solitude. Um, like it, it makes you, it makes, it gives this feeling of like, um, walking around like a city, like in some kind of sort of urban landscape. Um, like the moment when it's really late at night and you're, and you might be still in the city or somewhere urban and you're just kind of like walking down these really empty streets with, with street lights and every song I feel like they do could be listened to in that kind of environment. And that to me is what the lyrics kind of represent. Um, like, I don't know. And I don't know his writing process. I don't know if like he's sitting on benches at night in the city and writing because that's what it feels like. But I, I think that's a really cool time um, to be introspective. Um, and that's how the music feels. Like, it doesn't matter if the song is like a faster song, a slower song, um, happier sounding or sad sounding. They all seem to have that quality of sort of just like being in solitude in that kind of like night environment. Like, and, and it's interesting too because... I think they're also a band that like they could play like if they were at like a festival. I think they their music would really deliver in like an afternoon and also in the evening. So they, it can also go back and forth in that way too. Um, as I mentioned before, the bass work on their albums is something again like I'm just a sucker for like a band with a great bass players or a ba not even not even technically, but like a band that really pays attention to you know creating prominent types of bass lines that you can actually hear and they just don't get hidden behind just really loud guitar work i just love that kind of stuff because it's such an attention to detail that i think a lot of bands overlook um and i mean there's going to be a lot of bands i talk to about this uh, about you know in a good way that have great bass stuff but beach fossils is just another one of those that i think has bass parts that like they just really push through the melodies um while also elevating them at the same time um, another thing too, um, as I mentioned before, is, is the vocals. I think Dustin is a really good lead singer. Um, I think contextually and like thematically, typically the, the kind of topics he's writing about, I think lend itself to his vocal style. Um, and I think they've kind of started to adapt in some more background vocals as well, especially into like Somersault. I hear that a little bit more on that album. And I just think it adds just a cool another layer to what they're doing. And, and again, just helps to make the songs even that much more memorable. Um, so overall, I mean, I just love this band. I think I, I'm so excited to be able to get to see them in Orlando, like in, in October. Like I've, I've, I was so disappointed when I didn't, when I missed the concert last time um, for it being sold out. And I just, I'm, I was not going to let that mistake happen again because I, this is a band that I really um, I mean, I've seen, you know, videos and stuff of them live, but I just don't think it's going to be, uh, it's just different, you know, live being there when, when a band is playing, that's this good. It's just a different feeling and it has such a different quality and it, it you just have more of a connection to the music that they're playing. Um, so I, I just am really excited. And I think the concert's going to be great overall. I mean, I guess for me, like, to strictly really define, you know, what makes me love this band um, they have a very unpredictability factor to them. Um, they started out, I mean, as sort of this kind of do-it-yourself, then, it, then you know, what a pleasure, their, their EP, 
they started to hone in a little bit more on production and I, I'm not like a snob about production like oh it sounds like it was recorded in your bedroom like I don't care about all that like um, I don't care where it was recorded because I've heard amazing songs that were totally recorded in someone's bedroom and I've heard like not so great stuff that was recorded in like expensive studios so like to me the quality of that is so much less than like is the song good or not and every song they do is really great like I really feel that way about this band um, but the unpredictability factor I'm speaking on, I just think it's really cool how they've dabbled in just little things here and there. Like they've, they've dabbled in sort of jangly pop. They've gotten a little eighties, um, with some of the more prominent bass stuff they do and guitar work. Um, and I just think in this way, they've, they've even just transcended and moved past bands that are similar to them. Cause now, I mean, they're like, like their last album, um, Somersault, it's like super bright. And like, for me, it's very airy and like has this very seventies quality and like no one that came out with this similar sound that they're doing is doing anything like that. And I just think it's it's not to me, it doesn't sound like they're just changing for the sake of changing. It just sounds like kind of a band that's like this is where they are in that moment. Like I don't expect them necessarily to make another album like Somersault or another album like Clash of Truth or whatever. Um, I just feel like that's where they were at those moments. And that's why those albums came out the way they did. That being said even with a different quality of the music um when i say quality i just mean the sort of genres they're exploring um even with that being said it still sounds like beach Fossils. it's like i can pick any track on somersault and any track on clash the truth or their debut album or whatever um and i can literally go that's totally beach fossils because they are they they continue to do things that just are them and like it's their style and i think um as they progress like i i'm to me they've already proven themselves like i'm gonna buy anything they put out because like i just think they're that good um and i don't expect to ever be like super disappointed by them because like i never have been even though like somersault was a totally different direction for me than clash the truth like it's like as you listen to it you're like oh yeah but it's still really freaking good um and like you can't put it down so every album i also like that because it really puts you in the mood to listen to all their albums individually. Like sometimes you might be in the mood for something a little more like poppy or whatever. So you'd want to listen to the debut. Sometimes you want something heavier um, and more in your face a little bit like Clash of Truth. And sometimes you want something kind of airy and just sort of ethereal in a way. And, and that's why I would listen to Somersault. So they really give you a lot to go on as a listener. And I imagine too, part of it's probably like, you know, for a live show, I mean, they have so much, so many songs to choose from. Um, to really put on a really great show. Um, I also really love the fact that their songs often have like feel good feelings to them, even if they're sort of melancholic thematically. Like um, they, a lot of their songs sound happier than they actually are. Um, and I think that's um, just a really interesting take on music in general. And I mean, I think artists that do that well um i just think it makes songs and, and albums more memorable i also think that they beach fossils they really consider um what goes into making an album um, rather than just sort of group a batch of songs around like a couple decent singles i really do believe that they consider the sequencing of their songs and this is something i think gets so overlooked not even just indie musicians or um, bands or rock musicians or whatever um, even in pop music like your standard stuff it's like I think sequencing of songs gets so overlooked 
Um, because most people, I mean, I don't think listen to albums that way anymore. I think most people like latch onto a single and like they run with it. Maybe they buy the album and listen to a couple of songs, but they typically jump to that song. Um, and I think Beach Fossils um, are holding strong on that idea of like they expect their listener to listen beginning to end. I imagine a lot of their fans are like that. I, I for one, am. Um, and so they really put a lot of work into like, okay, like what song should follow another this song or that song. Um, and it all makes sense. Like when you listen to it, you're like, no, yeah, that song shouldn't be at the beginning. It, told, it should totally be like song number seven because X, Y, Z. Um, and yeah, it just, it gives you a little bit more um, activity to participate in as you're listening um, rather than just, you know, sit around and enjoy the music. Like you really get to participate in how the song was put together, if that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I just, I cannot express my love for Beach Fossils enough. I just think, um, I think they're a really cool band. I think that they have just so many ideas and that, that inspires me as a, as a fan because it's like, I, I can be confident that like they're always going to be able to put something great out because they, they really always have. And I think that's really difficult and admirable at the same time. So that is going to conclude episode six of I Know I Love. I hope you enjoyed listening and we will be continuing on next week, episode seven. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Know I Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please follow me, Kevin Craddock, on Instagram at I Know I Love Podcast. Here you can find current information and links to future episodes as they are produced. Thanks again for listening.